Have you ever thought about suing your boss? Well, apparently Scarlett Johansson is suing her boss Disney over Black Widow streaming release. So let's get right into this story and break it down and how the finances is going to be probably pretty interesting. So Black Widow star Scarlett Johansson is suing Disney, claiming that her contract was breached when the Mouse House released the superhero flick on its Disney Plus streaming service at the same time it hit movie theaters. Johansson's lawsuit claims that her contract with Disney's Marvel Entertainment guaranteed that the movie Blockbuster would premiere exclusively in theaters and that her salary was based largely on how well the movie performed at the box office, according to a report from the Wall Street Journal. So citing anonymous sources, the journal said the decision to put Black Widow on Disney Plus is likely to cost Johansson more than $50 million. So Disney intentionally uh, induced Marvel's breach of the agreement without justification in order to prevent Ms. Johansson from realizing the full benefit of her bargain with Marvel, said the suit which was filed in Los Angeles Superior Court on Thursday. So in a statement late Thursday, Disney hit back saying there is no merit to Johansson's legal salvo and that it especially sad and distressing in its callous disregard for the horrific and prolonged global effects of the COVID-19 pandemic. So Disney has fully complied with Mr. Johansson's contract and furthermore, the release of Blackwood on Disney Plus with Premier Access has significantly enhanced her ability to earn additional compensation on top of the $20 million she has received to date. So basically what they're saying is that she basically already got paid $20 million and should actually be making far more based off the Disney Plus numbers compared to if they were just doing just the Black Widow in theaters numbers. So Johansson's legal case may signal larger issues in Hollywood as more studios opt to release their movies on streaming services around the time they premiere in cinemas. So during the pandemic, media giants like Comcast, NBC Universal, and AT&T's Warner Media began prioritizing streaming services over cinemas, putting some of their buzziest new releases onto their streaming platforms. So the shift has major financial implications for actors, producers, directors, and the like, who want to ensure that the growth in streaming doesn't come at their expense. And Johansson's lawyer, John Berlinski of Kasowitz Benson Torres LLP told the journal, This will surely not be the last case where Hollywood talent stands up to Disney. It makes it clear that whatever the company may pretend, it has a legal obligation to honor its contracts, Berlinski said. And the lawsuit said Johansson's deal with Marvel was tied to box office performance and her lawyers sought to renegotiate her contract after learning of Disney's dual-release strategy for Black Widow, which is her ninth Marvel flick. And today's streaming-centric world, renegotiating contracts tied to box office sales is becoming more commonplace. According to the journal, Warner Bros. paid more than $200 million to talent as part of the amended agreements. 
So Johansson Sue claimed that Disney and Marvel had been unresponsive to her request, but it noted that even before the pandemic, Marvel was aware of the actress's fears that Black Widow would end up on Disney Plus as part of its wide release. And in 2019, reps for the actress who has also starred in Marvel heads like The Avengers and Iron Man 2 reached out to the studio for assurance that Black Widow would only have a theatrical release, the suit said. And in a March 2019 email included in court papers, Marvel Chief Counsel Dave Galuzzi wrote that the release would be according to a traditional theatrical model, adding, We understand that should the plan change, we need to discuss this with you and come to an understanding as the deal is based on a series of very large box office bonuses. So Black Widow grossed just over $80 million at the domestic box office during its July 9th opening weekend and $78 million overseas. Ticket sales tracker Box Office Mojo said at the time that notoriously tight-lipped Disney reported that the flick garnered another $60 million from $30 at-home purchases on Disney+, Plus, which was a coup for the company. And since then, Black Widow's box office sales have slowed and has rolled in just under $158 million domestically and about $160 million overseas. So the National Association of Theater Owners, a group that reps movie theaters, called the film's performance to date disappointing and anomalous, and said it demonstrates that an exclusive theatrical release is more profitable. And even though the pandemic has changed the landscape, it is hard for some media watchers to not be disappointed with Black Widow's performance as many of Marvel's biggest flicks like Black Panther, The Avengers, and Captain Marvel routinely roll in over in $1 billion in global ticket sales. So let's break this down, right? Let's basically just break this kind of like a situation and basically story down, right? So let's just, you know, I don't know, stay on this photo. So here's the thing. From what it looks like, right, it seems that basically Scarlet had a contract with Marvel, basically, and basically... That contract was not followed through, right? She did everything, I guess, that she was apparently done, like that she needed to do, right? There was no comments made about her not, you know, doing what she needed to do to help the movie. So if we're just basing it off what we read, it seems like basically they tried to screw her over in the contract because they probably thought that paying a fine would actually be like, you know, basically paying her if she were to actually sue them, that that would actually be cheaper for them to do that and potentially make far more money with a dual release option, right? Please imagine, you know, they might have like guessed or assumed that, let's say that they made like $300 million worldwide in their box office uh, thing or like, you know, the dual revenue thing, right? That probably would have been able to offset whatever she would have sued for and made them even more money profit, like more profit to them without necessarily having to pay her the full amount because they could end up settling and all this other nonsense, right? Basically, trying to screw her while pocketing a little bit more profit while also basically cutting their costs and all that kind of stuff, right? Because again, they could just settle with her, save some money, cover a lot of their expenses for like producing the movie. Because here's the thing, right? It honestly, like, let's, 
let's say worst case come like worst case scenario comes around and there's gonna be like another lockdown or like lockdowns are like a common thing for whatever reason right it will end up causing Hollywood and that whole basically media spectrum to start leaning very heavily into streaming services right where they offer things in like a premium subscription model or do like massive deals with like Netflix or Hulu or Amazon, right? Because if they do like a 200 million, no, let's say they do like a hundred million dollar movie deal with Netflix plus some like residuals, right? They will probably rather do that because they know the exact amount that they could pretty much make from it. And they could also shoot with actors that don't cost them an arm, a leg, and a spine, right? Because think about it. They paid her $20 million already, right? And basically, it seemed like she could have potentially have made like $70 million, right? So that's nearly half of the money that they actually brought in. So of course they're not going to give her nearly half of the money that... The film actually brought in because just the cost of like filming the movie was probably over a hundred million dollars, right? That being said, if they're able to cut down on all their expenses, like these actors or actresses, right, and do like a movie thing with like Netflix, right, where they could get paid like a secure one hundred million dollar payout, they could basically fund the film. Of a movie for like 10 million and pocket 90 million dollars profit, like pure profit, because they could keep their costs low. Because here's the thing, right? There's some, I think, I think there's actually movies or documentaries actually made that are on Netflix that cost less than a hundred grand to actually make, right? So you could just imagine that, like, okay, if it costs this person maybe only a hundred grand to make and how much money did Netflix actually buy that for them? And maybe if they do like a residual thing based off how many views they get, it's like the potential money, the potential profit margin is there to basically lean further and further towards a streaming style service or you know release while cutting the cost of the main cost of basically every movie, and that is the talent. I have a very strong feeling because of things like this, because of these crazy contracts, because of these high payouts to actors and actresses, that a lot of these movie studios are going to start leaning towards brand new talent that doesn't cost them, you know, basically a body and a body bag to have them on film, right? Now, this is also another thing as well where you could look at it. Well, here's the thing. Okay, she could have made $70 million from this movie deal kind of stuff, right? But if you were to think about it, let's say she were to go down the route of doing something like an OnlyFans model does nowadays, right? Like, you know, with an Instagram model or something that, like, has over a few million follow followers just on Instagram and end up, you know, making millions of dollars in like a literal day. I think there's some Instagram chick that made like three mil in a weekend, okay? Just her. It's just her business, right? So can you imagine what someone with her following, Scarlett Johansson, how much money she could actually bring in that she has complete control 
over something like an OnlyFans, right? Now, I'm not saying that she has to do OnlyFans and like, you know, show stuff and whatnot, right? But here's the thing, right? I think she was involved in the whole leaked photo stuff. So there, I, there's probably photos out there of her anyways. But here's the thing. She also needs to start leaning towards having complete ownership of whatever she is involved in, right? Because nowadays, if your following is big enough, like hers, because she probably has over 10 million followers across all of social media, she could easily bring in multiple millions of dollars every single year through a direct funnel, through a direct business that she has complete 100% control that she doesn't have to share the income with anyone. She doesn't have to do any weird crazy checks. She could do whatever she wants to do. She can, you know, create movies on her own private kind of like content where she could do and like make her own movies, right? Like what's to stop her from literally creating her very own movie with her own funds and putting it into like her bio of her like social media and then basically selling it on like a subscription service of her own, right? Because if there's people that are fans of purely her, they're going to want to check these things out, right? So why doesn't she do something like that where she doesn't have to rely on like a Hollywood company, Marvel, whatever, to actually pay her the amount of money that she believes that she's deserved, right? Now, here's the thing. If you agree to a contract, no matter what, you got to stick with that contract, right? Like that's just good business, don't screw over someone if you were to agree to a contract, right? You're definitely open to like renegotiating it or denying a renegotiation. But if you agree to a contract, stick with that contract. And if you break that contract, don't be surprised that the person that you basically backstabbed and screwed over is going to come after you. Like, don't be surprised about that, right? But either way, this is the thing that I feel like she needs to focus more on like producing her own content so that she has complete control over it. Because here's the thing, right? If her financial foundation is in a very pristine place where, you know, she doesn't have any debt, she has a lot of money in investments, she has massive amounts of money, like an emergency fund because of how much she actually makes, right? And she has like a massive cash pile that she can basically fund her own ventures, her own films, her own content, that she would have the freedom to go and do that without really worrying about these like big companies trying to produce stuff, right? Like, also, what's to stop her from just creating something and selling selling it to like Netflix, right? Like, what's to stop her from doing that? So that's the way I view it. If her financial position is like very healthy, after this whole fiasco with Marvel and all that kind of stuff, right? I'd be focusing heavily on producing my own content. That is in a subscription model that people could go in, watch, and pay a monthly subscription and like enjoy the content, right? Because she has the potential to make countless millions of dollars based off her following alone. By the way, if you need help with mastering your money, go check out 40inbox.com or in the link in the description of this episode, and you can learn the secret to mastering your money. By the way, if you uh, think that uh, $20 million is a good enough payout regardless of her contract, hit the like button. If you think it's not, still hit the like button. Hey, this podcast is sponsored by 
our personal finance courses. So if you have problems with mastering your money and you need help, go down below and learn how to master your money. And this is a plan that anyone of any income level can follow. It is simple and easy to follow for any income level in any situation. And it's very straight to the point. And if you want to learn how to make money online, go down below as well. And we'll see you in future episodes.